Well, good morning to each of you. Thanks for tuning in to listen to the message today. As you know, last week, I began a series of messages on the 23rd Psalm, and that's where we're going to be again today. I've entitled the sermon, All Stressed Up and No Place to Go. (laughs) Do you ever feel that way? Just all stressed up in your life? I'm sure that you do. Well, Psalm 23, verse 2, tells us the remedy for some of that stress that we so often experience. So let's read the entire 23rd Psalm and then specifically zero in on verse number 2. Psalm 23, verse 1. The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. He makes me to lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside the still waters. He restores my soul. He leads me in the paths of righteousness for his name's sake. Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil, for you are with me. Your rod and your staff, they comfort me. You prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemies. You anoint my head with oil. My cup runs over. Surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life, and I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. The 23rd Psalm. And we're going to zero in on verse 2 today that says, He makes me to lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside the still waters. I want you to listen to these words that form a prayer by a dear, precious saint of God. And here's what she said. Dear Lord, so far today, I've done all right. I haven't gossiped. I haven't lost my temper. I haven't been grumpy, nasty, or selfish. And I'm really glad of that. But Lord, in a few minutes, I'm going to get out of bed And from that moment on, I'm going to need a whole lot of help. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. (laughs) Well, do you ever feel that way? That everything's going great until you have to get out of bed. And we're doing pretty good until then. And then that's where the trouble usually starts. It doesn't take long before we run headlong into a stress-filled day. Stress. We're all too familiar with that word, aren't we? Unfortunately, we all seem to live a stressful lifestyle. Almost every day, we hear someone say, never mind him, he's all stressed out. Or a mother will say to her children, don't bother daddy, he's had a stressful day. We go to the doctor with physical ailments, and often the doctor says, you're just under too much stress. In fact, stress has been described as America's number one health problem. According to an article some time ago in Time magazine, it stated that two-thirds of all office visits made to the family physician are prompted by stress-related symptoms. Think about that. 
You see, stress contributes either directly or indirectly to coronary heart disease, to cancer, lung problems, migraine headaches, high blood pressure, and a whole host of other ailments. It's enough to get you stressed out just thinking about it. But we want to do something about that stress, don't we? And the Bible shows us how that we can deal with stress. And right here in the 23rd Psalm and in verse number 2, in these words that say, He makes me to lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside the still waters. From that verse, I want to share with you three secrets for how that you can overcome the stress in your life. So let's look at those secrets. Number one, first secret, rest in the presence of the Lord. Rest in the presence of the Lord. Now, the first thing that a shepherd does for his sheep in that verse is it says he makes them lie down. Now, to understand this verse, we need to understand some of the uh, habits of sheep and what a shepherd does for his sheep. You see, sheep began to graze very, very early in the morning, usually at about 4 a.m. And they graze and they graze and they graze until about 10 in the morning. And at that time, the sheep are hot, they're tired, and they're thirsty. Now, sheep can't drink when they're hot and when their stomach is filled with undigested grass. And so the shepherd has to make the sheep lie down and rest for a while. Now, sheep are kind of like little children. They don't like to lie down. Most of us as parents, we've known what that's like, trying to get little children to go to bed when they don't want to. Our oldest daughter, Mandy, when she was uh, about uh, two and a half years old, uh, she, uh, we were having trouble getting her to go to bed. And so we took her in, put her in bed, and said, now you've got to stay here in bed. We've got to get some sleep. Well, about five minutes later, she's coming into our bedroom, and she looks at us with her bottom lip stuck out and looking just as pitiful as she can possibly be, and we're giving her this look of, why are you up out of bed? And she looks at us, puts her little arms out, and says, bed all gone. Well, obviously, the bed was still there, but she didn't want to be in it. Well, sheep are kind of like that. They don't necessarily like to lie down, so you have to make them do so. Uh, you see, a shepherd looking out for his sheep knows that when their bellies are full and they're thirsty, the thing that they need to do at that moment is, is they, need to lie, they need to lie down. Now, the first thing that a shepherd leads his sheep to do is to rest. And if shepherds understand that sheep need a break then we need to understand that we need a break too. We need a break. A lady called her pastor all day long on Monday. She couldn't get a hold of him. The next day, on Tuesday, she called and he answered. And this lady was very, very upset. And she said to her pastor, I called you all day long yesterday and you didn't answer. And the pastor said, well, Monday is my day off. 
She said, well, the devil doesn't take a day off. And the pastor replied and said, yes, and if I didn't take a day off, I'd be just like the devil too. Well, we all need some rest from time to time. And sheep need rest. As one of God's sheep, you need to get some rest as well. Now, I've learned something interesting about sheep in studying the 23rd Psalm and finding some background material. You see, sheep do not graze when they lie down. They rest and they chew on what they've already eaten. That's what they do when they lie down. And so the amazing thing is this. While the sheep are lying there digesting their meal, it is a critical time for those sheep because it has been proven that during this time of rest is the time when their wool grows fastest and their bodies grow strongest during this quiet time. Did you hear what I said during a quiet time? One of the reasons why we need some quiet time, some time alone in the presence of the Lord, is because God knows that we're going to grow faster and we're going to grow stronger as Christians when we are in a daily quiet time in the presence of the Lord. Hey, if you're too busy to have a quiet time, you're too busy. So just slow down. Let the Lord lead you. Let Him do His work to cause you to slow down, to lie down, to just spend some time in the presence of the Lord. You need to rest in the Lord. That's the first secret for how that we can overcome stress is rest in the presence of the Lord. But there's a second secret that is in this passage of Scripture. And the second secret is rely on the provision of the Lord. Rely on the provision of the Lord. You see, the shepherd not only makes his sheep lie down, but then notice he's, where they lie down. They lie down in green pastures. Now this literally means pastures of tender grass. Now, obviously, this not only refers to the rest of the sheep, but it refers to the food of the sheep because that's what sheep eat. They eat grass. Well, our shepherd has food for the sheep. He causes them to lie down in green pastures. Our sheep, as God's sheep, our food is the Word of God. Jeremiah said it like this in Jeremiah 15, verse 16. Your words were found, and I ate them, and your word was to me the joy and rejoicing of my heart. The psalmist in Psalm 119, verse 103 said, How sweet are your words to my taste, sweeter than honey to my mouth. Now, the reason the text here speaks of tender grass and green pastures is because there is some grass that is inferior to other grass. There's some grass that if the sheep eat it, it will make them sick. There's a kind of grass that's known as goat grass that will give the sheep indigestion if they eat it. But a good shepherd 
is looking out for those green pastures of good grass, of tender grass. God does the same thing for us when He gives us His Word that we may feed upon it. I want to, I want to challenge you to rely on the provision of God's Word, especially during stressful times like we're living in right now. Rely on the provision of God's Word to feed you and to bring uh, a relief from the stress that is in your life. I heard about a pastor who went to see one of his members who happened to be a very well-to-do businessman. And the pastor visited him at work. As soon as the pastor was ushered into the businessman's office, he observed that the environment was one of utter chaos. Secretaries were running in and out of the office, constantly interrupting. The intercom was, was coming on and off. Papers were strewn everywhere. He was pushing papers, giving orders. This man was in a frenzy. In a little while, the businessman looked up at the pastor and he said, What's on your mind today, preacher? And the preacher just calmly began to quote words of Scripture. Let not your heart be troubled. You believe in God, believe also in me. Come ye apart and rest for a while. The Lord is my shepherd I shall not want. The businessman's face began to relax. He calmed down. The stress and the tension began to just drain from his body. And then the businessman looked at the pastor and he said, Pastor, could you come over here every day about this time and say those words again? You see, the Word of God ministered to that busy, stressed-out businessman. And the Word of God, the provision of His Word, will minister to you too. It will be food for your soul, and it will reduce the stress level in your life. So, we've noticed two secrets from Psalm 23, verse 2 about how to deal with the stress in our lives. First, we're to rest in the provision of the Lord. And then secondly, we are to rely on the provision of the Lord. And then thirdly, the third secret, we're to be refreshed with the peace of the Lord. Be refreshed with the peace of the Lord. Notice the next part of verse 2. He leads me beside the still waters. Sheep will only drink from water that is still. Sheep are afraid to get close to rushing, turbulent water. Why are they afraid? Because sheep can't swim. After all, they have an overcoat on all the time, don't they? And that's not very productive for swimming. So sheep are afraid of those rushing waters, those turbulent waters. And so in order to get a sheep to drink, a shepherd has to find water that is calm and still. And every shepherd knows that that's what he's got to do for his sheep. He must guide them to a place of rest. He must guide them to a place where they can find good grass. And then he must find them to a place, uh, take them to a place where they can have clean 
water. Now, this is very important because the, the uh, body of a sheep is made up of about 70% water. Think about that. And so they need water. We need water in the same way. But a sheep needs water just as we do to help its metabolism to maintain a normal rate. Now, sheep that get thirsty and restless, they will sometimes just sit down and not even search for water. They're so tired and worn out. If they're not properly led to good water, they will drink from polluted holes or dirty streams, and they will pick up parasites and germs that can make the sheep sick or possibly even kill the sheep. Now, just as grass speaks of God's Word, the water also has a meaning. The water speaks to us of God's Holy Spirit. Jesus made that comparison, didn't he, in his teaching between water and the Holy Spirit. For example, in John chapter 7, verses 37 through 39, the scripture says, On the last day, that great day of the feast, Jesus stood and cried out, saying, If anyone thirst, let him come to me and drink. He who believes in me, out of the scripture, as the scripture has said, out of his heart will flow rivers of living water. Now listen to verse 39. But this he spoke concerning the Spirit, whom those believing in him would receive. For the Holy Spirit was not yet given, because Jesus was not yet glorified. So the water in this passage should remind us of the Holy Spirit and our need to drink of the Holy Spirit of God. You know, I cannot help but think of Jesus when I read the 23rd Psalm because He is the Good Shepherd. And in one passage of Scripture, it talked about how that Jesus looked upon the lost multitude and He, and he saw them as sheep who were scattered abroad having no shepherd. Jesus saw that there were many sheep who were wandering around lost, who were eating poisonous grass, who were drinking polluted water. And today, we look around today and we see so many people who are drinking from the wrong kind of well. We see people that are drawn to the wrong kind of things, things that will poison them, things that will destroy them, things that will ultimately kill them. And they try all of that, and they're never really satisfied. But listen to what Jesus said about those who drink from His fountain. In John chapter 4, verse 14, Jesus said, But whoever drinks of the water that I shall give him will never thirst, but the water that I shall give him will become in him a fountain of water springing up into everlasting life. So when sheep lie down in green grass, when they are lying beside a still stream, they are in the height of their quiet time. They're resting, but they're growing. They're getting stronger. They're becoming more of what they're supposed to be. But if they don't eat, if they don't drink, 
If they don't rest, none of those things are going to happen. But every good shepherd cares about his sheep and he watches over them and he leads them. He makes them lie down in the green pastures and he leads them unto the still waters. Jesus is the same way with you and me. Stress, how do we get it out of our lives? How do we do it? Well, let's suppose, for sake of illustration, that this empty glass represents our lives. Now, this glass is actually full of something right now, and what it's full of is air. Just like many of us may be full of stress, this glass is full of air. Now, how do I get the air out of this glass? Well, I could put something over top of it that would seal it and somehow try to suck all of the air out of the glass and create a vacuum. That would be one way to do it. But there's a simpler way to get all the air out of the glass, and that is just simply fill it up to the brim with water, and it's full of water and no air. Well, here we are in our lives We get full of stress, and when we let the Lord take the water of His Holy Spirit and pour it in and fill us, and the Bible says we're to be filled with the Holy Spirit, when we do that, it removes the stress, it removes the anxiety, it removes all of those things that are doing harm to us and replaces it with the fullness of God's Holy Spirit in our lives. I want to encourage you today, why don't you take God up on His offer? Why don't you let Him be the shepherd of your life? And when He is, great things are going to happen for you. Jesus said in uh, Matthew chapter 11 and verses 28 through 30, He says, Come to me. All you who labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am gentle and lowly in heart, and you will find rest for your souls. For my yoke is easy and my burden is light. Why don't you take the good shepherd, Jesus, up on his offer today and enjoy those green pastures and still waters that he has in store for you. It sure beats the stress that we deal with day by day. God bless you and thank you for listening to the message today.